Howdy, friends, and welcome to the Creators Calling Podcast. I'm your host, Kurt Batson, and on this episode, it's part two of our conversation with Joe Malazzo. Joe is a Western artist who specializes in black and white pieces. His story is powerful. It's inspiring. I can't wait for you to hear this final uh, part of our episode. And now, if you haven't listened to the previous episode, that's episode 55, go back and listen. There is so much for you there. So, with all of that said, and without further delay, let's get back to Joe. Yes. If some, if I'm crossing a line, and you can see, you know, you've been around long enough too, where you can see if you're if you're making somebody a little uncomfortable about what you're saying, and their body language shifts a little bit, then I back off. I don't I don't go for the throat. You you got you know just back off and and just let her fly. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's and that is also a really. I think I'm so glad you brought that up. Uh, all we're called to do is just Lord open the door. We just be bold. Whatever opportunity He gives us, we just be bold, and let the chips fall. In terms of we don't beat people over the head with uh, with the Lord. That's his. He the Holy Spirit's going to do that for us. Yeah, He's got the mallet. He does. <laughs> we yeah. It's good grief. I know. I know you you wouldn't want to trust me with it. That's for sure. <laughs> I know because it hit me 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is so good. And it's, you know, as you said, we can just be sensitive to it. And when the Lord's not in it, it's okay. You know, when he says, back it off, that's okay. And that's a great way also of being able to to really uh, get the sense of the Holy Spirit as he leads us in these things, yeah. too. There, there was a, um, I was, when I was on fire, and I mean, I was literally, I was on fire with the Holy Spirit. It's, it's died down a little bit which is okay. Uh, you know, that's, it's, it, it gets it heated up, you know, yes. you've, been, you've been around for long enough as a, as a believer and it cools down and it heats up and it cools down. I was on fire on Facebook years ago and one artist said he put out a general statement you know, to, to everyone on Facebook, <laughs> I do not like, uh, religious comments on, on this forum. This is for art. As far as I'm concerned, not to speak about spirituality. Mm. Now I took that as a, a test to see if I could, <laughs> <laughs> and unfortunately I had the mallet <laughs> and it did exactly what it was supposed to do It, the mallet came out and I started pounding and gee whiz what a surprise it didn't work so well mm-hmm. but it taught me a huge lesson in that there's a way to go about talking about Jesus and the Holy Spirit and and you're not doing it this isn't mm-hmm. this isn't what I asked for. I didn't want this. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. want if you want to get some points across, you better think about another way to do this. Yeah, boy, that you are so right, and it's so easy to do that. You you kind of get 
like you said, when you're when you're really on fire and stuff, and you just and you know, so much of it comes from a heart of just wanting to see people come to the Lord. But then it's you can really get in the kind of get in the flesh over it too, instead of just having it being spirit led. Yeah, and, and you know, being believers, I think we have to be so so sensitive and careful about what we say about judging others. Um, putting ourselves out there in a, in a spot that is really going to backfire where you, where you think you're standing up for, for, for God and saying, you know, damn you sinners. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hey, don't look, don't look too far, but <laughs> the guy that's speaking is one also, you know? Right. Right. Yeah, no, there's, boy, there's a lot of truth to that. We've just got to go out there and just be who we are, speak the truth and love, and go just, just do exactly what Scripture says, and let the let the results be. The results are the Lord's. You, you said it right there, that one word, love. Yeah. Say yeah. everything and do everything out of love. Yeah, that's, yeah. that is the truth. And uh, man, oh, I have, I just love everything you've just shared there, Joe. What an encouragement uh, all of that is. And I love your heart for wanting to share the Lord and, and just growing in that. That's just so cool. It's, it's, it's sometimes it's overwhelming. It's so cool. Yeah. It's just a smile from ear to ear. And it, and it doesn't matter about, you know, if you make a sale or this happens or that happens, it doesn't matter. That's not what it's all about. What it's all about is glorifying God. Mm-hmm. That is right. Boy, that is dead on. And if you can keep that mindset, it puts everything else in perspective as you move ahead through through the calling the Lord's given you and the, and the walk that you have with Him. Yeah. I I was talking to a uh, another artist. Uh, in fact, you, you might know her, Don Secord. Hmm. No, I don't know Don. Okay. She did the San Dimas show. Anyway, um, we were talking, and she's a believer, and we were talking. I hope she doesn't mind me blabbing, but uh, we were talking about uh, the uh, God and, and, and what he's doing on our lives. And I said, when I heard her say this, I said, oh, I have to start doing that. That sounds so cool. What she does before she does any, and I do it too now, before I start any piece, I put my, and I, and I thought it was the only two, her and I were the only ones that ever do this. Unbeknownst to me that this is more common than not. And you probably already heard this, but I put my hand on the blank sheet of paper and I pray to God to help guide my hand and help this piece glorify him before I start. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's fantastic. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, it's it's just a matter of for for me just trying to trying to have every opportunity to glorify him and thank yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, you know that is that is so good because uh, that really is. And you know, you've said something earlier that's so uh, important for all of us to remember, and that there is no distinction between secular and for the Christian between secular and uh, spiritual. Those two things all come together through the things that we put out because it's coming from a biblical worldview. And as you just stated, when you when you pray like that, it's empowered by the Holy Spirit. 
and yep. he's he's moving through you through that distinctive voice that the gift that the Lord's given you, and man, that is. Uh, you know, that means no matter what we're doing, and uh, it doesn't have to be necessarily a biblically-based piece, all of it is presenting the truth of Christ in different forms and fashions. Right, right, exactly. Man, yeah. that's I, that would that's fantastic, Joe. Uh, man, you've really, you've shared so many good things. It's really great. You know, when you came back to the Lord, I'm curious, uh, especially after, given all of that background, uh, we're did you have, were there challenges that came up that tried to keep you away from, uh, from really walking with him? Yeah, the, 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 there sure were <laughs> 20 years of being gone. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, you'd think there'd be a little something, but yeah, you, just, you know, <laughs> might be an obstacle or two. I, I, I'm going out on a limb. here. <laughs> I, I think I alluded to it a little bit. Um, I, I, I just thought, okay, I'm going to do this. And, and my regulator is broken. It's either pinned at 110% or zeroed out. Oh, yeah. I, I can't find that, that nice medium balance most of the time. It's, it's either all or nothing. <laughs> so I was all in when, when, when I turned my, my life and my, and my will over to the care of God, I was all in, but life is still going along. And the, the real challenge was the, probably the worst thing God could hear. And that was, I didn't care one way or the other. I had no feelings. Mm. So I, I had no feelings towards God. You know, I, I, I didn't care for him much, but it wasn't like, oh, I hate you now. Or you don't exist anymore because this happened. I never questioned that. But coming back to him and turning turning everything over to him and, and try to be which will never be a perfect Christian. There was only one and we put him on a cross. Mm -hmm. I hear you. To try to, to get to that point, a lot of stumbling, a lot of um, overzealous thinking, uh, a lot of worldly obstacles to get through. Um, gosh, you got me thinking now. Well, I, I think, I think the biggest thing was, and I think I said it before I turned my life and my will over to him, when I was in the dark place for that long a time, I had no accountability. Mm. There was a moral compass, of course, you know, I wasn't robbing banks at, at night, but there was no accountability and there was no responsibility because mm. I didn't, because I didn't have that, that sign on my back. Right. And now when I put that sign on my back at the time, it was a real hindrance. And sometimes it still is, you know, every once in a while it's a hindrance, but I'll never take it off. It's, 
it's who I am now. But it was it was a challenge to get through um, worldly thinking, and I used to I used to have a habit of beating myself up. Oh, because I wasn't perfect. Now there's a nice little uh, little chemistry set, isn't it? that's right here's your little perfection beaker now mix it up and try to get it perfect every time great way to to fall back into the dark side yeah in the hands of the devil perfect opportunity i am i am worthless i am weak i can't do this i fell again I'm just going to go, I, I give up. I'm going to just fall back to, to what I was doing before. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I would keep on doing that until I figured out what was going on. And the devil was just wringing his hands saying, yeah, I got this guy right where I want him. This is perfect. Mm-hmm. He does, he does something. He, he stumbles, he beats himself up. I move in to keep him there. Yes. And I quit doing that. And it was, it took a long time to figure that out too. Well, you know, I think that can take a long time figuring it out. Uh, because if, if you have a per, the perfectionist type of mindset, you know, it's going to take a while to get to, to really come to the conclusion by cracky. I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and the, and the key to it all is we, we had a Bible study last night over at our house and I said it last night and I say it not all the time, but I got to keep on remembering. I'm not going to get it. Perfect. Yeah. If I can get it perfect, then I probably don't need God. That is right. And we're yeah. not going to get it perfect and we're never going to be there. But don't, I, I don't allow it to set me back. I ask forgiveness immediately. And, and, and I say that whether it be I'm asking forgiveness to God or my wife or anybody else that I think I think I crossed the line here. Where in the olden days, Mr. Sicilian Vengeance, <laughs> I was never wrong. I would never stoop. I would never allow myself to be in the wrong uh, on the outside, but on the inside, I was beating myself up. Wow. In that, in, in that circle of, you know, imperfection, you're, you're, you're not, you're worthless. You're, you're not worth it and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that, you know, that is one of, that is such a good uh, perspective you just shared because that's something that is easy to fall into. Oh, and man, it is just what you said. The, you know, the, the enemy's going to use that to put us in a place and just make us completely just nullify us and keep us completely ineffective for the Lord when we allow that kind of thing to happen. Absolutely. Every time. Yeah. Every time is right. Yeah. You know, scripture says we're not unaware of his devices and that is, boy, it's so true. And that is, I love that you brought that up because it's something that uh, I think a lot of people face and we can all 
really grapple with that. And boy, the enemy loves to keep us in that place of being totally ineffective for the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, that's really good. You know, everything you just shared is so impactful, Joe. And let's, as we talk about that, let's move into now, how did the Lord move you into your calling? I'm by given everything else that you've shared so far, I can't wait to hear how all that happened. (laughs) (laughs) It's been built up now. I know. It's like, man. (laughs) Um, When I was a young lad of nine years old, a kid moved in across the street from us and same age, but he was doing artwork since he was two. Oh, wow. So at nine years old, he had seven years on me already. And I didn't, I, I didn't put any of this together, but we would spend weekends drawing constantly, just drawing, 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 drawing. I can't tell you how pitiful it looked. The, the work was complete. Oh, God, it was awful. It was just, <laughs> it, was, it was miserable. <laughs> and keep on comparing it to, to him and his work. I, I, I was behind the eight ball every time. Sure, yeah. So come high school, we were talking. He says, you're not taking any art classes? I said, I'm throwing in the towel. I'm done. Uh, god had another plan though apparently he did because i said i am so done i can't i'll i'll never be able to get as good as this guy and he's gone on to do some great work photography and illustration and graphic design and, and on and on and on um so i was a senior in high school and I, and I, when I say this, I always joke that I was taking my college prep class, which was art help. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, we all need that class. Joe. <laughs> oh, you need a ruler? Here you go. Oh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm in art class, art help, and I'm, and I'm handing out rulers and pencils. And this kid comes up. And he starts drawing and he's got a ballpoint pen and he's drawn away and he's drawing like I've never seen before with a ballpoint pen. Oh, wow. Blew me away. I said, how in the world can you do that with a ballpoint pen? And we started talking, we became friends and he said, get this. And I, and I, and I, and it hooked me too. He said, anybody can draw. You just have to focus on the negative and the positive space. Mm. Evidently, it made an impact because that was uh, 50 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) And I still remember it like it was yesterday. And it made sense. It clicked. He said, here, grab a piece of paper and draw something that's not going to move around. And just focus on the negative and the positive space. And I thought, kind of, yeah, I'll, let me do that. So I did a drawing. I thought, that didn't turn out that bad. Hmm. I mean, it wasn't good by any stretch of the imagination, but I thought, there might be something here. And he, you know, he kind of pushed me on and, and, and uh, 
said, yeah, we're just, you just got to work at it. You know, you got to hone the, hone the craft, but mm-hmm. he says, you've got something there. Well, that, that guy that was doing the drawing in class. Yes. He went on to do, this is back in the olden days, back when I had hair. <laughs> and thus he had, he got into the movie industry and he did these makeup uh, horror movies. So he did the, the howling, the fog. He did RoboCop. Oh, wow. And he ended up getting an Academy Award for the Terminator for, you know, when they take the, the half of the face off. Yes. That was his, his work. And back then it wasn't CGI. It was, you know, he had to make it all. Wow. So yeah, he had a little bit of talent there. I guess so. Good grief. Yeah. So that was my senior year in high school. And I thought I probably should have taken art all the But I didn't. So in Southern California, where I was, where I was living, there was a wonderful junior college, Pasadena City College, Mm. that had a fantastic art curriculum. So I was going there. um, Let's see, I was, I was 18. I started going to night school and I was going constantly, um, taking every class that I could just to try to figure out what I want to do and what medium I wanted Mm -hmm. and started just doing everything I could just using my hands, taking clay modeling and and ceramics and and two dimensional and three dimensional art and uh, um, all kinds of mediums. And then I started going to now don't get too excited. I started going to art center. Oh, but, when I was going to art center, it was at night because, oh, yeah. because my parents, as opposed to my neighbor's parents, when I showed them one of my pieces that I finished, they said, that's nice. Now go get a job. Oh yeah. <laughs> I hear, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where, where my friend across the street, he was on a full ride. Uh, parents didn't want him to get a job. He wanted, they wanted him to just focus on the art went to art center, graduated from there and just kept on rolling. Mm. So good, bad, or indifferent. I used to cuss the, the day jobs because I, I was just, I was art. That's all I wanted to do is art, mm-hmm. but I had to do these day jobs. And, uh, so I was doing, uh, art center at night and at night, you know, you can get anybody to go in at night as long as you pay your your tuition. You can go to art center at night. Mm-hmm. So, not to puff myself up too big. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a great place though to be able to get you know to learn. Oh gosh, yeah. But but I'm telling you, um, Pasadena City College Art Center had, didn't have too much on them. Oh, that's they, they had a really good curriculum too. Yeah. So I started doing that, and, and uh, a few years later, we had our first child, and that's when my my night school stopped. Mm. Yeah, because it cost money to do that, and I think the money turned into diapers. So, uh, 
<laughs> we did that instead. Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am. Pre- if nothing else, I'm pragmatic. <laughs> well, there you go. So um, I started. I started taking when I was taking the classes. I went from pencil and charcoal to colored pencil to watercolor to acrylic to oil and back then oil stunk mm. and i didn't have i didn't have a uh, a studio i had the the den that i was working in and my wife came in one day and said what in the world is that smell and that was the end of my oil career uh, oh okay because because i had nowhere to go i thought well i can't i can't hide this the stench in here (laughs) (laughs) so back to acrylics then to some watercolor and i just never enjoyed mixing paint oh that's interesting yeah it just never i did it because i had to but it was it was never uh exciting to me it was a it was a chore Mm. So back to the dry medium and I started doing a little bit of color pencil and then pencil. And I thought, you know, I want, I want to get black when I want black. I want like jet black and I want it right now. I don't want to have to build it up. Mm. So my friend turned me on to uh, these little felt tip pens, very unforgiving. Yes. But I got black. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, it's a trade-off, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) So if you put put that ink down on the paper, you got to make something out of it because you're not going to erase it. (laughs) That's right. It's a a good way to develop your creativity. Yes. Yes, indeed. So I... I didn't... I was drawing with pencils and I, I told him, I said, God, I can't stand sharpening pencils that's all i ever do i don't get to draw i gotta sharpen pencils all the time and uh yeah so i started drawing with uh uh, the little felt tip pen and ink pens and was doing that for 25 years and that's all i did nothing but western nothing but pen and ink on on a strathmore board Mm. and then we went to this this was i think this was a god shot uh, my lovely bride and I went to uh, Montana and we went to the Charlie Russell Museum. Oh, yeah. And I went in there and I was blown away. And the thing that caught me and turned turned me around was the goofiest little thing. He whittled, and it was in the, in the museum, he whittled on top of a piece of wood a little court jester. And he was leaning back, hands clasped on his, on his top knee, head back, big, huge laugh coming out with his goofy little hat with the bells on. Mm -hmm. And it was all painted up. And that's what hit me. And I said, this guy was having a ball. He did anything he wanted to do. Now I am not Charlie Russell. I don't pretend to be anywhere mm-hmm. near Charlie Russell, but he started doing um, Middle Eastern stuff too. You know, I've seen a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm 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 walking through the museum, just going, 
all right, that's it. I'm going to do anything I want that comes from my heart. Mm. Instead of being afraid, because at the time I was afraid, well, gosh, what if my the, the customers that have bought my Western art find out that I do blah, 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 you know, fill in the blank. Yeah. Something other than what are they going to say? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? At, when I got to that point at the museum, I said, Katie, bar the door. I, I, what, what I'm going to do is I don't know what I'm going to do, but if I see something that I want to draw and it's not Western, I'm going to draw it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know where it's going to go, but I'm going to draw it. That is, you know, I'll tell you, that's really an interesting, that whole story is so interesting because that's what I, when I hear you tell that story there, and especially with the little guy laughing and the fact that, you know, of course, Russell had such a great sense of humor yeah. and he was, he, he truly loved what he was doing. Yeah. And I, when I see it in the, when I see that striking you, it goes back to what you said earlier about the, it's a gift from God and he's given you something that is filled with his joy and you being able to express it in that unique voice that you have uh, across subject matter lines, those become irrelevant when you're following what he's given you in terms of your gifting, in terms of your voice, in terms of all of that, all of those things is that's what's going to cause that piece of art to really resonate. Oh gosh. That's so well said. That is, yeah. You hit the nail on the head there. I, I, that's a fantastic story, Joe. Um, I, that's, I think that is so wonderful because you can see the Lord's hand on every part of that to bring you to the place where you are, you know, today, and you've got that freedom and he's bringing more joy as a result of all that as well. Yeah. I, I, I quit, I quit, um, I quit worrying about it. <sighs> wow. That's a huge, big deal. Huge word. In fact, going back to um, when I gave my life and, and my will over to the care of God, um, Gosh, it's been 13 or that was about 14 or 15, 14 or 15 years ago. That's when that happened. Okay. And I was, I was living in so much fear. I didn't even realize it. Oh, that's really interesting. And I finally realized it. And I started praying to God. (laughs) I said, God. I am so sick and tired of basing all my answers from fear and fear-based answers. I can't stand it anymore. Help me. Help me get through this. Help me help me be so faithful to you that it doesn't matter. Wow. Two weeks later, pastor of the church comes up to me. Now you being an artist, you can maybe you can might, might be able to relate to this. Comes up to me and he says, I've got an idea. I said, Lay it on me. He says, What do you think about doing a live drawing in the church service for Palm Sunday? And as I'm doing the the service, you're doing the drawing. Oh wow. And that's not what I thought. 
<laughs> so tell us what you thought, Joe. <laughs> There's not a tinker's chance that I want to do that. That's what I, that was my first, you know what I did? I laughed. Oh, wow. And, and I said, if God doesn't have a hit sense of humor, I'll eat your hat. <laughs> and I, and, and from that day forward, I said, and, and I still say, my motto is, sure. And mm. it's from that point that if I can do it, I'll do it. If I can't do it, I'm going to try. And if I fail, then at least I tried. Right. But I'm going to do it out of faith. And I said, okay, God, you've got me. <laughs> <laughs> here's, here's a good test, huh? Thanks. So... <laughs> Not only, not only you're live, Kurt, but you're timed because he's not going to have a two hour, uh, seminar, you know, uh, uh, sermon. Yeah. It's going to be what? 40 minutes at the most, usually less than that. And I said, okay, God, I, I really need your help on this. I know I can't do it on my own. Help me out here. And we figured it out. Oh boy. And I did three panels it just to make it harder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. Well, you know, you're just going for it. You're going for the gusto, <laughs> Joe. Well, the me and me and my naivety, um, I saw the greatest story ever told. So I knew everything about Bible and and, and spirituality, you know. So since the movie was out, you know, that's right. You've got it all handled. (laughs) So when he said Palm Sunday, I thought, oh, yeah, cool. I'll do a drawing of Jesus coming up to the temple gates with all the palm leaves and everybody going, yay. Oh, wow. And he said, let's go in my office. (laughs) 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 Gotta love it. Well, that's a part of it. But the other part is that he got a little bit cranky when he got into the temple. Yes. And he wasn't real thrilled. And and he, and he was chucking tables and, you know, he's getting a little nasty with people. I thought, oh, well, I didn't, I didn't want to draw that. <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up doing three panels. I did one, one panel of him coming up to the temple steps on the donkey like I wanted to. Mm-hmm. The next panel was him flipping tables. And then the third panel, panel was Calvary. Oh, wow. And they ended up um, they ended up making a video out of that and putting it on YouTube also. Right. Fast-wise, you know, I think it only took about two or three minutes to go through the whole thing, but yeah. Wow. With the help of the Holy Spirit, because it wasn't all about me and it wasn't much of me at all. <laughs> I just put my pen down to the paper and said, all right, let's go. You know what, what, you know, what is so good about that, Joe, is that you took, it goes back to, you took a step of faith. The Lord honored that and you were willing just to step out and just, you know, whatever the Lord had for you. And you got to see the Lord work in the midst of all of that. Yeah. But I'm telling you what, I had no idea how fearful I was. Wow. 
in in life in life in general everything that came up is like oh, i'm not too comfortable about doing that no i don't want to do that no i don't want to do that yeah wow oh man that is so good you know that's an encouragement to all of us to look at those things that are fearful in our lives and turn those things to the Lord and start to just move forward, leaving that fear because he, he hasn't given us the spirit of no. the spirit of power, <laughs> you know, and that we too often we're all we're all about that. You know, and it's yeah. easy play the art community, it's easy to get that way for so many reasons, you know. Yeah. What if I fail? Oh my gosh. Yes. Oh man, the whole world's gonna come to an end at that. Oh point. god. <laughs> as I as I tell now when I when I mention anything like that, the world did not spin off its axis. That's right. The sun came up the next day. <laughs> 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 oh boy that yeah. is so good what an encouragement joe yeah, uh that's fantastic that is just fantastic you know i what are some of the things the lord has shown you how has he matured you in your walk with him both in your walk but in your career too you shared an awful lot of great things there uh it sees matured you in a lot of different ways and is there some continuity some particular way the lord's really moved in your life that way um yeah i i think i think what he's done in my life is show me faith and patience mm. and that goes with the practice of both life and art for me wow well those are both critical in both of those things that's for sure yeah yeah, one doesn't go without the other. No, and you know, so often that patience component of it, we, you know, there's the whole idea scripturally of how you sow and then reap. Well, in between those two things, there's growing that takes place before it happens. <laughs> right. You know, you it kinda, wait. <laughs> yeah, it kind of has to do that. And so, you know, so often we think, well, by golly, I've got, it's got to happen now. And being yeah. able to say what you just said, faith but then the patience for that harvest, for the fruition of what you've moved into by faith. Yeah. And it's not our time. It's God's time. That Oh, yeah. Man, that's so yeah, critical. God, God help us all. It's not our time. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, his timing is perfect, and then there's ours. <laughs> and there's no telling what ours would bring. Oh, gosh. Wow. Yeah. Boy, that's so good. Yeah, that uh, is just great. When you know, you know, I have so many good ideas, and God never, ever comes to me. Well, what is up with that, Joe? I don't know. Man. He never comes and says, you know, Joe, I'm kind of stuck here. I really need your help on this one. You know, isn't it great that he just has got all that figured out? We don't have to carry that burden. Even though we try to take the reins. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. Yeah. Man, <laughs> I, boy. I can do this. God, I, I, I've got it. I've got this. I've got this. I know I've got it. <laughs> That's right. Isn't it? You, you just sit back in the back seat. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That is so true. Yeah. Oh, boy. And then we find out, well, we didn't really. It, it, it didn't quite go that way, you know. Oh, I kind of jacked that up, didn't I, guys? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, you are. That is so. <laughs> when you think about your art, how do you how do you think art and ministry? How do those two things come together? 
Oh gosh. I, I, I think, I think it's one of the same for me. Mm-hmm. Art and ministry are hand in hand. One doesn't go without the other. And, uh, it's for me, it's a, a it's a tool, a vehicle, an avenue, and a in a uh, an excuse to to glorify God. Ah, uh, yeah. Either through the art, but then through the verbal confirmation that yes, this is this is God's gift that I am I'm doing the best I can, but this is a gift from God that I have that uh, I'm doing this. Yeah. That's boy. I love that answer. That's just great. That is. And that's what it needs to be all about for sure. But I love the fact that you view the, the two coming together and yeah. that that's what you're doing. Cause it truly is uh, what the Lord's given you. And it is such a gift. Yeah. Um, let's, uh, you know what, we're kind of coming to the end of our time here, Joe. Uh, Bummer. I know. You know we, we could be we could be going for like six hours. I think. <laughs> Where's that mallet? That's right. <laughs> oh man, it is. It is just. It's just so good. Is there a particular passage of scripture that the Lord ministered to you recently? You know, we are working in the Book of Ephesians right now, mm. <clears throat> and this this has stuck with me. And it sticks with me, and I keep, I keep this in my head lately to to put myself in check. And that is, so it is by grace you have been saved, not by your works, so that no one can boast. Mm. And I just keep on tapping myself on the shoulder and reminding myself it's not you it's god yes wow well that that is the perfect place to be and that what a passage for that uh, yeah man that's great that is just fantastic what's a final word of encouragement you have for those that are listening oh my gosh in, in this day and age where I don't, I don't want to go off. That, that's probably another about three hour session <laughs> on, on what's happening in the world right now. Oh man, I hear you. You know what is cool about the we we found another church up here that we're going to. But when I listen to somebody that is putting their guess on the end times, mm-hmm. that it's here. It's here. Well, it's been here for 2,000 years. It's here. And it's still not here. It's really cool to be going to a church that doesn't say that. I like that because that means that tells me that we are focused on the Bible and not somebody's, I'm, I'm just going to say ego and pride that they, that they know when the end of the world is. So, we're when we're in times that I quit saying this is crazy, this is insane. I quit saying it's this is insanity. Quit saying it. I have to go back and remind myself, not on a daily basis, but 
frequently, God's got this. Yeah. God, God's in control. And everything else is window dressing. Well, you know, and that is the perspective uh, because he does. He's got all this figured out. And we can just move ahead with what he has for us to do. Yeah. One time, I'm sure, I am really glad that he didn't hand the reins over to me on this. Say, Joe, I can't do this. You go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that's right. Man, I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> boy. Now, and that's the way, you know, boy, to keep it right focused on what the Lord is. And like you said, scripture. That's keep that focus there. How I feel, can we I feel sorry for the people that don't have don't have a belief in, in God. I know. I hear yeah, that's absolutely right. And I know that's probably not right to say, but I thought, wow, at least I could fall back and just after my blood pressure comes back down, just say, God's got this under control. You don't see it because you're not God. Yeah. Let it go. Let it unfold the way it's going to, because that's the way it's going to happen. Just keep praying and praising God. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and what you said there is so good in terms of being able to turn everything over to the Lord and let that peace, let, that confidence that he's got all of this really permeate uh, us so that we're not in a place where we're, uh, we're ineffective because there is a world who does not know the Lord and uh, they are looking for answers more now than ever. And it's, you know, the answers are right here in scripture and we get to be the ones who bring that, uh, bring that to them. Praise God. Oh man, that's the truth. How can we pray for you, Joe? Oh gosh. I think just by uh, helping me keep my my blood pressure down <laughs> with all the because I quit watching the news and I and I quit read the uh, read the paper I I let my wife filter everything and they just give me little snippets because I take things and digest it and it doesn't go away it just kind of builds up so yeah yeah pray for pray for serenity. <laughs> For not only okay. me, but for everybody around. <laughs> well, I hear you. That's boy, that's good. You want the Lord's peace. That's for darn sure. Oh, uh, that's good. But now we all know how we can pray for you in the midst of all this. That's uh, that's really good. How can we keep in touch with you? Um, gosh, I don't know if anybody else is in this position, but my uh, my website is a lonely little website nowadays. <laughs> It, it doesn't get looked at too much. I post most of my work on Facebook. Okay. Um, I post some stuff on on Instagram, and then I have a an email at uh, Joe at MalazzoArtworks.com If somebody wanted to reach out and email me and give me what for for what I've said the last couple of sessions. <laughs> 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 uh, people are going to be really encouraged. <laughs> now, what's your Facebook handle, Joe? It's just Joe Malazzo. Okay. Yeah. And Instagram? Um, Malazzo Artworks. Okay. Yeah. Super. That way people can reach out to you, follow you, see what you're up to, and that kind of a thing. Uh, that's all awesome. fantastic. Well, Joe, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, I cannot thank you enough. You have just shared so much. It's been fantastic. And it's great 
to see where the, what the Lord's done in your life. Uh, we so appreciate it. Uh, it. You know, Kurt, it's been my pleasure. And I heard someone uh, text me a while ago and said, hey, has Kurt gotten, gotten a hold of you? I said, no, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> he might be getting a hold of you. I said, all right, cool. <laughs> so I can't uh, thank you enough for, for hooking up and, and being able to share share God and, and, and the Holy Spirit and, and just talk about what I love so much. Uh, it shows, it's and it is, it's fantastic. The Lord's just doing a great work, that's for sure. Well, listeners, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Now, don't forget to like, to share, to give a review, and to rate the podcast on your favorite platform. What that'll do is help the podcast get out to more people. And, you know, you know that there's somebody who would just be so enriched by what Joe has shared, what the Lord has spoken through him. Don't forget to share the podcast with people that you know the Lord will touch with that. Now, you can keep in touch with me on Instagram or on Gab at The Creator's Calling. The music on the podcast is by Chris Madsen, and you can follow him on Instagram or YouTube at Chris Madsen Worship. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And please join me next time as together we follow Jesus and listen for the Creator's Calling. And disciples, thank you for listening to the podcast. Now, don't forget to share, or if you can, give a review or a rating on your favorite platform. What that does is that helps other people find the podcast on that particular platform. Now, you can keep in touch with me on Instagram or on Gab at The Creator's Calling. The music on the podcast is by Chris Matson. You can follow him at Chris Matson Worship at both Instagram and YouTube. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And please, join me next time as together we follow Jesus and listen for the Creator's calling. Bye for now.